If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. On episode 492 of Nintendo Switchcraft, Animal Crossing is out. Multiplayer madness. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Hello, look. Hey, listen. Welcome back to Switchcraft, everybody. It is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Tune in over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. On Saturdays, I also do an episode that is all about what you want me to talk about. Right now, we've got a bunch of polls and uh, questions that I've asked on my Twitter account. You can use the hashtag AskRJS to send me a message, or you can just reply to one of those things. Uh, you can also uh, leave a message in our community Discord, which you can always find over at uh, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Shen. Uh, get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And I have to say thank you to the people who are patrons. Thank you to the people who support by uh, subscribing on Twitch. Thank you to the people who just use the PayPal thing and send in uh, cash. And thank you to the people uh, who are members on YouTube because all of those things directly help me make content like this. So I want to say thank you to all of those people. Thank you. All right, let's get started. Uh, COVID-19. If It's going to be a long time before we can go an episode without talking about this, I feel. And uh, that's just going to have to be okay. All right. This is our new normal. Um, COVID-19 is obviously affecting a lot of stuff. And uh, first off, let's talk about what's been delayed. Amazon is delaying games, uh, game shipments uh, due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, why are they doing this? Because they are, they're basically saying, look, we have things that are more important for us to ship to people. There are things that it is much more important that people receive on time than a video game. So we're going to be prioritizing those things. And I think that that's a good thing. Does that mean that, um, animal that like, you know, maybe you're sitting at home today because this is March 20th. This is the day that animal crossing comes out. Um, maybe you're sitting at home today and you're looking out your front window and you're hoping, and, uh, uh, you know, praying that uh, your Animal Crossing gets delivered soon might not happen today. Uh, although I will have, I do have to say, Amazon has been kind of a hit and miss with delivering stuff from Nintendo on time. I'm not sure why, but it tends to happen a lot. Enough that I, I kind of stopped ordering physical copies of stuff from Amazon uh, for my Nintendo Switch. Now, to be fair, 
I tend to go digital anyway, so that's kind of beside the point. But if there's a game that I want to get a physical copy, I tend to go to the store to buy it only because Amazon will say that they're going to deliver it on a certain day, and then they don't. Uh, So, look, this is going to be expected. This is the new normal, and we're just going to have to get used to the new normal for now, and hopefully someday... The new normal goes away and we go back to the old normal because I I have to say I kind of preferred the old normal to the new normal. All right. Uh, something else that is has been delayed because of the pandemic. This is coming to us from uh, Rio Kutia 2089. They are a Japanese website. Now, um, thank you to Google for auto translating this, but uh, it's translating from Japanese to English, which is always kind of shaky. Let's see what it says here. It says, um, Mr. Sakurai says that the presentation of new fighters will be postponed due to the effect of the of the new type of pneumonia. There may be postponement or development cancellation of various software, but it is unavoidable. All right. They say, I plan to present a plan for a new fighter and give presentation to the publisher. Uh, and in fact, if there is an infected person is found in the building each entirely sealed off to the office, the development as a whole stops. Even if the new fighter, um, if the announcement of a possibility is not to proceed to develop a plan that is reasonable. So basically they're saying, look, we are talking to publishers and we present the new fighter to the publisher. In this case, I assume he's talking about Nintendo. Uh, After that, if there's an infected person found in the building, they seal off everything and development as a whole stops. Development on that stops and ceases and they're no longer working on that until such time as, you know, somebody decides, uh, whoever is in charge over there decides, okay, it's safe for people to go back to work. Uh, And then they say, even if a new, uh, so in the case of a new fighter, even if the announcement of of the possibility will not proceed, they're going to try and develop a reasonable plan around that. And then they said, new to the game production, coronavirus has a, uh, gives a big shadow. So basically they're saying coronavirus is casting a big shadow on everything. Uh, there's going to be delays in software. There's going to be delays in announcements. There's going to be development uh, on games that gets canceled. It's unavoidable. There's no way to schedule this with the man hours that they need. So we just have to learn to be patient. And, you know, that's not something that most gamers are. I I would say that I am a patient person. Uh, I I would like to think that I am. Uh, But the many, many people out there are very impatient. And I I hope that that they will learn patience. And uh, it's going to be a while before we hear about new stuff in Smash and that stuff in Smash is going to be delayed and that's going to have to be okay because there are more important things out there. Um, I want to say thank you to some of the people who have sent me messages. I got a few emails saying, uh, Bill, thanks for continuing to do your episodes, even though all of this crazy stuff is going on, going on. It's it. A lot of people have said that it's nice to have a sense of normalcy, something that is a lot like before. I had a couple of people say, I wish you wouldn't talk about the coronavirus stuff because they want to kind of get away from it. 
it's affecting everything. So I kind of have to talk about it. Anyway, uh, thank you for the, 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 the kind words that people sent in. And uh, you know what? If stuff gets delayed because of this, then we're just going to have to learn to be more patient. And I think that that's a good thing if people learn more patience. All right, Adam Nickerson. I actually had Adam on the show at some point uh, talking about, oh gosh, I can't remember the name of the game. It's this game where you have like a, a pixel that kind of bounces back and forth across your screen. And I'm, I'm, I just grabbed my switch so I can see if I can, if I can see what the name of the game is because I forgot, I forgot what the name of the game is that he was on to talk about before. Uh, oh, there it is, Ding Dong XL. Uh, basically, you've got this. Um, I'm not going to open it because it'll close the other game that I'm playing right now. Um, you've got this little uh, pixel that bounces back and forth across the screen, and you have to try and get the highest possible score that you can. Uh, super cheap game, super simple game, super addictive game. And he has a new game that just came out. He tweeted about this uh, yesterday. I reached out. I said, hey, man, can I get a review copy of that so I can uh, talk about it on the show? And he sent me one right away. So the game that he uh, sent over is called Super Bit Blaster XL. It's uh, now out on the Nintendo Switch. And the idea behind the game is you oh that's way too big um you are this little ship it's very reminiscent of an old asteroids game and you you are this ship and you have these i guess asteroids flying around that you have to shoot and break into like if they're big you break them into smaller pieces if they're small you destroy them um, and then you have these little um, green orbs that you also need to pick up as you fly around the the level. Um, you can have uh, ac- uh, upgraded weapons like um, fire that kind of shoots out in a bunch of different directions or lasers. And I have to say, I've played I played it not for very long, probably about twenty minutes or so, but that was enough for me to say, okay, this is awesome. So Super Bit Blaster XL on the Nintendo Switch. These kind of games, and I feel like Adam is really, really good at these kind of games, uh, at making these kind of games. The, the, The kind that have a very, very quick turnaround where you, you, you are, there's not a lot of, not a lot of buildup in it there's no lore to it there's no story to it it's just you hit a button and you start playing uh instantaneously like very very quickly and he's very very good at making that kind of thing and right now i'm vamping because i'm trying to find out how much this game is i just uh looked it up it is currently $2.79. It's normally $4 as its regular price. This is definitely worth both the regular price and this sale price. You want to have games like this on your Switch because they're the they're the kind of games where you can say, okay, I can spend five minutes playing something very, very quick. And Super Bit Blaster XL is one of those. I would also ma- say make sure that you check out his other stuff. Uh, Because he makes some really cool games. Uh, Anyway, 
I, I wanted to tell people about that, and I'm sure that at some point in the very near future there will be a video uh, up on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp, so that you can see what it's like. By the way, speaking of Run Jump Stomp, I've been I've been redoing my podcast, Run Jump Stomp. It's, it's not a regular show. It doesn't have a schedule like my other shows do. It's just kind of whenever I feel like I have something to talk about. And I've had things to talk about quite a bit lately. So I've been uh, recording those. If you haven't re- uh, subscribed to that yet, uh, please uh, consider doing so. Anchor.fm slash runjumpstomp. Or you can just go to runjumpstomp.com slash shows and subscribe through through that way. Um, but I've also been taking the audio portions of that and throwing some random videos uh, of me playing video games over top of it and putting that on my YouTube channel. And if that's something that you want to keep seeing, then uh, let me know. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll hear from a sponsor. When we come back, I've got some very, very good news for you. Very good news. Stick around. If you're anything like me, then when your new favorite game comes out, you're playing it right up until bedtime. I want to talk to you about Blue Light. Blue Light is the shortest wavelength in the visible light spectrum. Our body uses blue light to regulate our natural sleep and wake cycles. Prolonged exposure to artificial blue light can be harmful to our eyes and our sleep. Bottom line, launch blue light blocking screen protectors for Nintendo Switch and other electronics. Help reduce the negative effects of blue light and increase your visual comfort when gaming on your Switch. I already had a tempered glass screen protector on my Nintendo Switch. Launch sent me theirs, I took the old one off, and I put the new one on. The Launch screen protector was the easiest one to install. I didn't have any bubbles, and at the end of the day, it looks great. One thing I was worried about with blue light blocking glass is would it change the perceived color that I would see when looking at my Switch in portable mode? And I'm here to tell you, I was worried for nothing. The screen looks great. So if you're looking for a tempered glass screen protector with the added bonus that it blocks blue light, then head on over to launchprotect.com and use the coupon code BILL for 15% off. That's launchprotect.com, coupon code BILL for 15% off. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, we are back, and Square Enix tweeted out something. I didn't even see this, and I want to say thank you to Bowser13 for dropping this in our um, in our Discord. We have a channel in Discord called News Tips uh, where people can drop in, uh, a, a, you know, a tip. Hey, look, here's a thing that's happening. Uh, here you go, Bill. Talk about it on this show. And um, I want to th- say thank you to Bowser for dropping this one in there. I did not know about this. I must have missed it, but Square Enix tweeted out that today, well, actually two days ago, uh, today they're releasing Trials of Mana demo, and your save data will carry over to the full game. Begin your journey and defend the world from the forces 
of Darkness. Now, I don't think I've ever played... I think I played The Secret of Mana a very, very long time ago, just a little bit. I didn't play very much of it. So this is a genre... Not a genre. This is a series that I don't have a lot of experience with. Um, So I haven't been following it super closely, but I have to say what I have seen uh, looks pretty promising. It looks really interesting. Now, I've been completely uh, obsessed with the idea of playing playing Animal Crossing. So again, I haven't been playing super close attention to Trials of Mana, but I guess the demo is now available on the Switch, and I'm going to have to download that later today, and uh, I'll check it out, and I might... I don't know if I'll have time to talk about it on tomorrow's episode, but I'll talk about it uh, sometime next week, uh, talk about that demo. And you know what I'll probably also do? I'll I'll probably end up doing this tomorrow, is I'll tweet something out along the lines of, what do you think of the Trials of Mana demo? Uh, Let me know uh, through Twitter. Um, So we'll we'll see if if, if that happens. Uh, but I, I'm I'm excited for this. Now I, I brought up Animal Crossing and I haven't talked about it yet. Um, I, w- I was really hoping for a review copy. Uh, I had reached out to someone at Nintendo and they said uh, you might hear from somebody on uh, launch day. And so I didn't buy it yet, and I've been waiting and waiting. And Nintendo did not email me, so I'm going to assume that I'm not getting a review copy, and that means I'm going to have to spend some of my money, and that's okay. I'm okay with it. Um, so I'll, I haven't bought it yet, and I haven't played it yet. I was working all day, uh, but I am going to uh, buy the game, and I'll probably end up talking a little bit, uh, well, a little bit. I'll probably end up talking a lot about it next week. I don't know if I'll have time to talk about it tomorrow. I Like, I'll play a little bit of it, but I don't know if I'll have enough time to really get into it. Now, I do want to say this about Animal Crossing is that there's a lot of people out there who are currently irritated with the one island per switch decision that Nintendo has made. And I complete, okay, as somebody who has not played it yet, and as somebody who is not going to be sharing their island because I have my own switch and my wife has her own switch and my son has his own switch, we don't really have to worry about that. But all of the complaints that people are making about Animal Crossing and the one island per console thing, it just makes so much sense to me. And I don't understand Nintendo's reasoning for doing the one island per console. First off, it it makes doing the backups difficult. So there's one reason why they shouldn't do that. Uh, even though the, we know the real reason is because they don't want us cheating, which is ridiculous. Uh, secondly, uh, doing the one cons or one Island per console, the way that it works is basically the first person who plays the game, they get to name the Island. Um, they get to decide where villagers houses go. They get to be the ones who do the terraforming. They have to unlock tools before other people who are playing on the same console unlock tools. So let's imagine for a second, you got your imagination hats on? Let's imagine for a second that I did share my Nintendo Switch with my son. And he and I both wanted to play Animal Crossing. Now, as somebody who is 12, 
he has a great deal more free time than I do. I think that we would all agree on that probably. And so I, I, as a content creator would be the first person to make the Island because I would want to show, like, I'm probably going to do a recording and show people what I do in the game. But then like he would be playing the game and he would probably want to progress faster than me, but he wouldn't be able to because I'm too slow because I'm busy doing other stuff. Does that make sense? That's just a bad, that's just bad all around. I don't understand why Nintendo made this decision. And the only thing that, the only reason that makes sense is a very upsetting reason. And I I don't have any inside information on this, but the only reason that I can think of that they would do the one island per console is so that they can sell more consoles because people don't want to share their islands. Now, of course, they're, you know, let's play devil's advocate for a minute. They've always done this one island per console thing before. Okay, except on the GameCube, when you did this one island per console, you could get a different memory card. And that wasn't a huge expense. You could get a different memory card and plug it in and you would have a different island. You know? So it would, like... It was really more one island per memory card, if I am remembering what I read properly, okay? And then we're coming to an Animal Crossing from that, that is the last one that we played was on the 3DS, and that was very much a solo kind of thing. It's not like you shared your 3DS a lot. So I feel like this one, I like the idea that that's the way that they always did it. It's not a good enough reason to me. And it really bothers me that that's how, that they did it this way. Uh, Darren Pogue in chat is saying I'm correct about the memory card. Solo something in chat says uh, blocked punt and capitalism runs it back for a touchdown. There you go. Uh, I, I just I, I, I don't think that I. I don't like that Nintendo did it this way, but what are you going to do? You're not, not going to play Animal Crossing? I think we're all going to be playing Animal Crossing. It's Animal Crossing. Don't we all want to live life paying off our mortgages? Anyway, uh, let's move on. I saw this. Uh, somebody dropped this in our, uh, in, our, in our Discord. It was Inside Out dropped this in our Discord. Uh, <laughs> this is hilarious. Somebody is using their phone as a replacement for their left Joy-Con. They're using an Android phone as a Joy-Con, which is kind of kind of crazy, but cool at the same time. Look, this is not how you want to play, but hey, it works. So cool. I just thought it was crazy. And if you want to see what it looks like, follow the link in the show notes. Sorry, I had a coughing fit there. Oh my goodness. All right, I'll have to edit that out. All right, the last thing that I want to talk about today, and then we're going to get out of here, is there was a very interesting video uh, from Vanity Fair that shows how Pokemon gets dubbed from Japanese to English. And it's very, very interesting the way that they ended up doing it. And, And I kind of had talked about this before when I interviewed... Okay, now, I I interviewed... The woman, uh, uh, Patricia Somerset, I think was her name, 
I interviewed Patricia Somerset, who is the voice of Zelda in Breath of the Wild. Uh, you can go back and listen to that uh, uh, interview. But I interviewed her, but that was right after talking or watching her talk about uh, voice acting. So I don't know if she said this in the interview or if she had said this before, but she talked about how they have to, when, when a game is made in Japanese and then translated over to English, they have to time the mouth flaps as the mouths are opened and closed to the Japanese mouth flaps. It's, this is crazy. So first there's a translator that translates it from Japanese to English. But then the translator has to watch a video of the of the, the 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 time when the character is talking and have to say, oh, they open their mouth for a really long time in the middle of this sentence. We have to rearrange the sentence to fit that, which is crazy to me. Uh, and and so I, Patricia kind of explained that, but I. I didn't quite understand how it worked until watching this video. And this was a video of the actress who plays as Ash Ketchum in Pokemon uh, dubbing a scene. Uh, she plays as Ash and she also plays as Ash's mom in a couple of different Pokemon. And she she goes through and records a scene and we get to see all of the the takes and how it happens. And it was very, very interesting and I, I know it's not necessarily Nintendo related, but there's a lot of overlap between people who are fans of Nintendo and people who are fans of Pokemon. So I think a lot of you would find it interesting. Follow the link in the show notes so that you can uh, find out more about that. And um, man, I'm losing my voice. I'm going to have to get out of here. Uh, but that's the end of the show. That's all of the stories that I wanted to talk about. So look forward to tomorrow's episode where I talk about what you guys want me to talk about. If there's anything this week that I missed that you really, really want me to talk about, make sure to use the hashtag AskRJS on Twitter. Okay. Um, <clears throat> also, find me on Twitter at RunJumpStomp and find one of those polls. You can vote in the polls. You can reply to the polls. And I'll talk about that stuff tomorrow as well. There's no live show tomorrow, I don't think. Um, but uh, I, I just want to say thank you to everybody who listens. And man, sorry about uh, my voice today. It's a, it's a little rough. I've been creating a lot of content for my students uh, by recording videos for them. And that means extended talking that normally I wouldn't be doing all day. Anyway, become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. Uh, this show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. For more information, check out gstu.net. And if you want to support the show, big thank you to everybody who does. Go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. The music you are hearing right now is Corneria, Star Fox, Remix by Noteblock. You guys are awesome. I will see you next time. Thanks again. Stay rad. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Bye, everybody. Bye.